This is my friend Justice. This is my friend Jesse. Um, this is my, we're here at the microwave. Um, appreciate it. And I'm here to tell you. Can't hear you. That you Can't have had either. a wonderful experience up until now. But. It's over. The road continues. The road continues, yeah. But this parking stop has um, is under construction. Your car was okay. You texted me this morning and yeah. asked if it was going to be okay. It was late. It was a little late to ask me. Right. But it was good. I checked right away because I also okay. panicked. I panicked because I was like, he would have told me last night, but yes, maybe he wouldn't have. <laughs> maybe I my have. parting gifts were so good that he wouldn't have checked anything last night. And that uh, the Chicago, the city of Chicago would leave you with a couple parking tickets to say goodbye to you, you know? And, you know, somehow I've managed to get through that without getting a single one in four years. So a single parking ticket? Never. So you might have jinxed it. Maybe we should go check after this. <laughs> What's the what are the parking rules down there? I, I don't know them. I don't drive. <laughs> but there it's a it was a free parking space regardless. Like 24 like, seven unless yes. they're doing street sweeping. Yes. Oh, then we're good. Yeah, but I don't know. And, like I said, I don't drive. But also, I can't believe you've been in here for four years and have never gotten a ticket. I didn't. I didn't drive the whole time. That's, I, I kind of lied. I biked most of the time and didn't even have a car for a lot of the time. That's okay. That so makes I'm a liar. more sense. Yeah, I. I'm a poser, I guess. You're a driving poser. I'm a. Yeah, no, I'm a legit Chicago per, human. <laughs> but I'm gonna go now. <laughs> I'm gonna leave Chicago because I hate what I just said out loud. Oh yeah, that's where we. That's a good little roundabout to say that it is your last day here. I'm excited for you to come back. Yeah, I'll I'll come back to see you. Yeah, that's about I'll it. I'll come out to you. Okay, we, I'll come play shows here. Decided it. Yeah, so we're at the pre-shift. I guess I'll I'll lead in a little bit just because this is it's in context because you've already been a guest here. So yeah. welcome back to the pre-shift. Jesse. Thank you. It was so fun last time, and I've never done this so. Yeah. It's just like, I don't, it's so much easier to just chat. With a person. Than I thought. Yeah. It's like, harder to do we're it by yourself. Talking, so. For sure. <laughs> it's definitely a lot harder to do it by yourself. You can't bounce back. If you bounce back while recording, you sound kind of like a psychopath. So that's another kind of censorship involved in podcasting by yourself. But people do it. Mad self-awareness. Yeah. Yeah. As a As a... I think that the goal is to, you know, inspire the guests that come on the show to just have their own show so that everybody's a little psychotic, you know, just so, so that, that you don't feel so alone. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That's definitely part of the, can't tell how much of it's a bit and how much of it's legit. Cause I think that's legit. It's pretty legit. And every time, every time I'm involved with anything podcast related on your end, I'm like, I need to do the thing I already have an idea for. Like, what am I doing? Do you have a title? You had a title. I do. I do have a title, and I don't think I'm going to say it out loud. Because I remember it. There's some overlap with your podcast, yeah. unintentionally. It's and, a good idea. And I named mine first. Yeah. Um, and I will take credit for that. Yeah. We'll get it in paper. <laughs> Mike, you, you can have 50% of all, the, uh, all of the revenue right now, because there isn't much. <laughs> my grandma named my podcast. That's perfect. Yeah. And, and I think that all grandmas should name all podcasts, actually. I should rename my podcast to whatever my grandma decides there's this uh there's this duo it's a dad and his daughter who's maybe two and they're called zeth and sailor zeth yeah Z like seth but with a z because he's probably from california um <laughs> zeth. but this little girl's like two and she's the most well-spoken two-year-old of all time and the podcast is adorable she calls it a podcast that's amazing. She's like, what are we going to talk on the podcast today? And she goes, I love the podcast. Uh, does she like hold conversations for a while? Yeah, she's it's her. I think it has to do with like child psychology where her parents speak to her like an adult and they're very specific about how they speak. And that's all she knows. Yeah. So she's very capable of having a full and complete, very articulate conversation at like one and a half, two years old. Yeah. And it's so cool to see because if we talked to all little kids like that, they would all be way smarter. And I always definitely talk it, to... It's also adorable, dude. Yeah. Because she's just tiny. Hearing a like, tiny person talk like an adult is yeah. just the... 
it's very heartwarming. You're like, oh my gosh, she's so much smarter than me. Yeah, she's so articulate. She knows what she wants. She's like, no, I'm going to do this now. And she like tells him what she's going to do. It's not like, what are we going to do? Like, not, well, you got to leave space for the people that have speech impediments too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, develop that. I'm not saying, like, I know that children develop like different speeds, different rates, but. Yeah, yeah. But if they have the ability, they'll keep up with you at that level like if they have that kind of intelligence and it's very impressive this goes for all people and all things like i am always going to live up to the expectations you set for me if i respect you yes exactly so but the moment that that goes out the window it's kind of like well i'm not going to really do that anymore but if you set a high expectation for me and you have and you've generated good rapport like I'm going to live up to whatever expectation you have. And all of us are that way. I that think. one year old goes back to their crib and just like checks off the list of good reports that they got that day. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a spreadsheet, a little Mom, baby spreadsheet. She's doing good so far. Dad. Eh, Dad, eight out of 10 today. Yeah. wasn't home Could be better. for a while. And I don't understand that. <laughs> The but dog, came, but came home and was very stoked. So we're good. <laughs> Must be happy when I'm not around. So I think it's okay. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know how kids at that, um, that at that level function with like pets. I feel like they try to talk to the pets. You know, it kind of might it might change things as you get older for your. For but your, why not talk to the pet? <laughs> I talk to my pet like yeah, a person. You talk so. to your pet like a person. <laughs> and I like it. I think it, it's good. And she's smarter because of it. So, oh, God, I hope so. <laughs> I really, really hope so. No, she's a good dog, though. Uh, she's okay. She's been doing good. She's doing a lot better. She goes on runs now with me, which is nice. How far How far are you guys running? Because I know you're... you're she only can goes... Can talk about what you're planning yeah, for? You're going yeah. doing a marathon, half marathon? Full. Full. The full. Oh, Wow. But she doesn't Real do Chicago long distances here. with me. Okay. I don't think she could handle it. She only does like threes. Do you give her like little doggy running shoes? No, but that, uh, no. No. Okay, you... <laughs> I, was, I was trying to say that it would be cool, but she hates them. And okay. I know that dogs don't want that. But her pads do get like worn out from the cement sometimes. So we have like, it's like lube for the dog's paws, <laughs> dog's, dog's pads. Um, but yeah, just three milers. You could put some like little tiny. No, that that would be bad. I was gonna say put like little doggy horseshoes, but I'm pretty sure horseshoes are nailed into the like part of the. Don't do that. <laughs> and now Peta is on your podcast. Peta, Peta. That would be great. Is that what it's called? Hey Peta, we're hurting animals Peta. here. <laughs> that doesn't sound real, Peta. Yeah, it sounds like the bread. Peta. But uh, oh, back to Greece. Good it dog. Always comes up. Good dog, but um, running helps the dog as well. That's what I've noticed. I was thinking last night how much what you say about your dog, you were like, oh, you love, you said uh, something about what Zoe loves last night. And I was like, I wonder how much you love this. (laughs) And I wonder how much running helps you. And you talk about it through your dog because it's an easier way to do that. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I wonder that a lot about all dog owners. There's a correlation, I think, between her behavioral... um, instinct at the dog park and being exhausted by the time she gets there okay so like one of her biggest downfalls is like her issue with territorial just like habits at the dog park over owners or over like space it seems it varies it's always a toss-up and a lot of the time it's it's related to us but when she's more tired and when she's seen you know went down the 606 it's and like been able to sniff for a little while it's like less i don't know like high strung you know what i mean yeah it definitely changes the 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 nature of that dog because everything else is good that dog is really good this dog is really good but that's the biggest downfall and everybody hates it and i think that she we adopted her so it was um i think that she was in multiple homes before that and it was because of the territorial okay issues and it's just like that's a bummer but you could fix that if you really really try yeah yeah so just coming back around to the little child thing (laughs) bring your kids to the dog i mean the park (laughs) 
take your kids for long runs. Because if they're smart, but you're, they're not social, then it's all out the window. Yo, can we what play are that? they doing for change? Can we play that song? <laughs> Which song? Um, One sec. Oh, my phone's not in here. Is it about I, think a called, ch- I think it's called 45 by Why These Coyotes. <laughs> it's so we'll, good. We'll run it in right here. I'm going to mark it. Yeah, so Jesse and I have been technically making music together for like four or five years now. I think five years. Yeah. Yeah. And you're the only one who will like actually like start to finish make a song with me <laughs> that I'm like, oh yeah, that that's exactly what I want. You can you can catch uh, <laughs> one of your only cre- like published credits right now. Oh yeah. Under Multiplex's record. Yeah. Multiplex Guide, guide Song. Track. Guys, track. I, I, I don't even know what it's song. called. I think it is song. Is it song I think or it's track? Guys, <laughs> <God> song. <laughs> we don't even know the name of the song. But that is originally just your. You did all of it. That was just my the vocal. Synth on met a, with Jesse, and it became a song. What? What synth was that? I think it was the uh, a Juno. Was that a Juno? I think so. Or Prophet. No, no, no. It was a Prophet. Who is Prophet? It was a Prophet Six. Yes, from, there you it was go. Ben's. And it was like yeah. the one time that Ben Doors of Multiplex and of Ben Doors uh, brought the synth to that apartment. It was yeah. the only time. The courtroom. Yeah. Dude. And you were, you had been there for probably a few days at that point. Oh yeah, we on were. We were just. Days. I was sleeping on the. I was sleeping on the couch that was next to your bed in the living room, and then, <laughs> and then you would occasionally have an excursion to the closet you also. <laughs> you also lived in yeah and, i lived in a closet folks and uh, i was thinking about that when i woke it's up guys this track not guides guides track. song okay. guides track is by jesse wagner as cool. produced by multiplex cool yeah as you hear and and, and you're on other tracks i don't know if you know yeah that. i'm like hidden throughout the record which it's is not cool. hidden you're wailing well, okay. yeah, i'm, <laughs> you're I'm yelling, yelling. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but i yell well so yes um should we talk about what we're working on? I was on? just—I actually brought that up because last night we basically we were going to do a post shift was my idea, but we ended up playing with this new sampler that I got, and it's just uh, endless possibilities for you and all your buddies. So I suggest a roll in SB four hundred four Mark II. If you like experimental what, what those music, run? boy, if I got a plug for you. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> How much do those run? Um, I think mine was like four fifty or oh, something. Oh, that's way better than I thought. Maybe five fifty. Honestly, remember. endless possibilities. Endless possibilities. Everyone should get one. You should you have can, a sample. You can a take it everywhere. It's battery powered. Yes, battery powered. Thank you. If you can't afford that, but you want to hate yourself and have fun, get the uh, the PO thirty three. It's like the baby an- oh, the more analog. Engineering yeah. They also just dropped a mixer. They, yes, that's what <laughs> I was going to ask you about. They dropped a mixer and it's gorgeous, it's dude. Really and I cool. need it and I have no idea how much it costs, but a lot. Ah, everything they make is yeah, worth Yeah, you seem like an OP1 guy though, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it would yeah. be really sick to have Everything that. they drop like skyrockets in price 5 years after it's let it's out. True. And I think that says everything you need to know about what they're making. That was the thing so. about the 404, the f- original one. They ju- this one is just a re-release technically because okay. it's like the Mark II, but nothing's really changed between the Mark II and the original 404. But they had to re-release it because it was so popular. And the price of 404s before this one came out was like $600, $650. So like to re-release it brand new, for the, the price that it's price at, point. it's a lower price point. They're making their money back, and they're not. There's no more. There, there's less circulating now, and it was so hard to come by a decent price one too. People still try to sell them for a lot more. So like, same thing with the OP one though. I remember when that one came out, and I was like, this thing's sick as fuck. And it was like four or five hundred. I think it was like five hundred bucks. Maybe. And then a few months later, eighteen hundred or yeah. for years later, eighteen hundred dollars. I that's the last I think time I come down checked. to a thousand now. Something, dude. That but, shit was crazy, but so worth it. Dude, it's like a Toyota car. Imagine driving a uh, what? What is what's the truck? The uh, Tacoma. If you bought a Tacoma like five years ago, you've only made money. So imagine buying a Tacoma and going on the road with your Tacoma and your OP one. <laughs> <laughs> and then Isn't like the Tacoma, and then like, like the standard pickup truck. <laughs> it's the Toyota pickup truck. I don't know. 
I was um, gonna buy one for a while. That's and I like I'm like I love the idea of owning a Tacoma. It's kind of kind of sick. But would you drive an F one hundred? I I mean, if you gave me a truck, sure, of course I would drive a truck. It's like, like that'd the be fun, smallest. Have you seen an F one hundred, Adam? F one hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Is that different than like a Ford Ranger? I don't. Ford think Rangers are sick. I don't think they're much different. Okay. Ford Rangers are sick. I love like if somebody gave me a truck, I would absolutely drive it. But I'm not going to go out and purchase a truck. And these until look, I do, these look way too cool. Hang on, F1, that's not. The is one it a new? I'm, is it a new release? No, no, no. Okay, you're going to be like, oh, every creeper in my neighborhood had that. Oh, I got chased by a guy in a truck in my neighborhood when I was a kid. That's terrible. Do yeah. tell. <laughs> um, I was walking. We had this like pond maybe half a mile away from my house. And I was walking over to the pond. And it was a pretty safe. Oh, uh, no, I would never drive that. You, you would could, never drive an You F-100. could pay me to drive that. <laughs> if you paid me, I would drive it. Um, you wouldn't purchase it, though. No, I would never purchase that. Absolutely not. Is this something that you want to talk about? This is a big trauma, probably. I didn't get caught. <laughs> were you breaking the law or were they chasing you i was i was walking over to this lake yeah that was like a public lake for our neighborhood yeah pretty safe neighborhood and then all we've of all sudden, done that yeah and then all of a sudden this like truck was like behind me and i was like oh weird so i walked a little faster but he didn't drive past me and so i started running and then he started driving faster and i was terrified i was probably like 12 <laughs> that's terrible i I always wonder if like he was, you know, some 17 year old kid yeah. and he was just messing with me. Cause like at 17, I probably would have done the same thing. Right. If I saw somebody was like, Oh um, no, yeah, it was terrifying. And I would not have done that. I don't think I don't I, think you would have either. I am like, I like, I, I fall in this weird category. I feel like of rule follower and like need and a need to like, subvert the system so running away from a stranger's car was definitely both breaking a rule and also no he was breaking the rule no uh, you don't chase kids not if you think that it was uh like a younger adult that was yeah 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 i think he was just fucking with me maybe it was somebody that you knew that you didn't know at the time and and, uh that wasn't the case there was also you know a hint of like Oh, am I doing it? Should I, should I have just like seen if this guy like needed something? Or? No, cause I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> so you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to give, I guess I was trying to give the creeper the benefit of the doubt, but yeah, good for you. That's a good look. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good look. There Are you on that. Amber's side too? No. no. <laughs> you yeah. sure? Oh, oh, yeah. let's go. Let's hear it. I just think I'm. It's very current. There's a lot still going on. I I wonder when the when are they going to announce the verdicts of this trial? Probably in like three years. In the discussing of the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard defamatory trial, def, defamation. Defamation, trial. but def, defamatory is a really fun word, so you should say that again. It's kind of like inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the defamatory involved in the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case is much dead this is a true pre-shift our brains are not on today (laughs) our brains are 100 percent off nah mine's mostly like it was 70 percent battery most of the time let's talk about the the, i i don't know i let's talk about the project let's do it there's not much to talk about there actually is quite a bit there's a lot to talk about there's like 40 demos worth of talking but wait let me just say that i am not really on amber's side (laughs) oh he's nervous because he said that you should chase kids and that you're (laughs) on amber's side and she's an abuser i just was trying to give the creeper in your situation the benefit of the doubt thank you for that could have been somebody thank you i really appreciate that if it was me in that situation Mm -hmm. i would have also ran but i ran from cars all the time (laughs) so (laughs) i ran from cars that weren't chasing me (laughs) i have one specific experience where basically I was doing what you were doing, but we were also breaking into a school. Uh, uh, you deserve to get chased. <laughs> unknowingly. Yes. Okay. Well, we it was abandoned for years. We didn't uh, know that there was still an alarm system. You deserve to get chased, but also like good for you for doing that. That's cool. Long story short, like an hour later, I'm running all the way home from police. And I live like two blocks from the abandoned school. But much to the, um, I don't know the right word for this sounded like you were gonna say dismay it was the dismay of two other people 
that oh, got you didn't caught get... first. I was running home by the time they were in the back of the police car. <laughs> and you didn't get caught. I did have to go to the station because it was my brother and my friend at the time. Your younger brother? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You got your you got your younger brother put in a police car. Yeah, I did. It was pretty crazy. I think they rode in the police car, or Free like somebody all. brought them over. Honestly, your brother probably that. like loved that. I don't think he was that probably the down for the ride. <laughs> he was like, "This is so sick. I'm nine years old and I'm in a police car. This is dope." Yeah, because like, I don't think you understand the weight of a. At that age, yeah. I don't think so. But, Hopefully, you don't. But maybe because of the way that, at least my brother's generation was shaped by like media in general and video game, just like their entertainment yeah. in general. Like they knew what cops were and that well, they yeah. were pieces of shit in the first place and there was like i did it wasn't like he did it willingly is what i'm also he was saying like, yeah, they were let's also go trying to run <laughs> i think at, well, at at the end of it he was like all right well i guess this is happening but also like not interested in going with was the he right six away. foot five at that point too no when no. did but uh, he was growing already okay he was as tall as no maybe imagine. he wasn't that tall yet actually he shot up though real quick. It was a very short period of time where I I had already been I might have already known you before he even shot up. I didn't know about your brother until like a year ago. Right. I didn't know he existed. Yeah, I don't talk about it. He's, he's like a secret. He's not a secret, but he makes great music. Yeah, apparently he's some kind of savant. Jawless idiot. That's Jawless idiot. <laughs> I think that's his name on Bandcamp. But great music. It's very interesting. Yeah, a bit of a savant. I shouldn't have Is that offensive? No, no, not at all. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I shouldn't have had that coffee. I'm so anxious. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. What was the last time we had I'm coffee? I'm like scratching my arms. With you the other day, I had like a quarter of a cup. But before that, I haven't had a cup of coffee in probably a month. We'll, we'll take a break and reset ourselves with some deep breaths. I feel like I talk weird if it's like quiet. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ah, I feel good. Yeah. Dog paws. Yeah. <clears throat> what now we're back we're actually back i fully surrendered my dignity to the birkenstock clog we love a good berkey clog yeah it's the most comfortable shoe i've ever worn yeah um contrary to popular belief that sole i don't think does much for your feet support but it is comfortable it's comfortable yeah, yeah. the cork thing is like iconic though right that's like yeah, what makes yeah, the burger. It molds to your foot over time. Yeah. Once you get enough sweaty juice in there. I replaced I have industrial Birkenstocks, but what does that mean? Like they're like it's like a whole injected mold, so it's all one thing. It doesn't have the bottom thing that you that yours has, like where the cork is kind of more exposed. And so Is it cork or is it rubber? It's rubber. Oh, I have the rubber ones. Is that what you're talking about? Um they're like cheaper and they're all rubber yes yeah those are great because yeah. they're cheap you can do whatever you want in them you don't have to worry about reading them they're like oil heat well yeah. like everything proof which is really sick sick but i use them every day and i i done have been can can you tell me about your experience with your square toilet rectangle toilet um it's a little small it's small yeah. you want the square to be bigger I, it could be bigger sitting on that is an experience in what way have you ever sat on a square toilet before you lived here yeah i think so oh your experience okay yeah so you didn't have to like adapt to it no you knew what you were doing how square would you say I that, was that wondering, is i'm trying it's to like forward. do i sit on it sideways do i sit on it forward like a right like i'm eating a proper dinner you know <laughs> the uh and then you have that towel rack in front so i do sit on it sideways but i definitely <laughs> you're saying there's not enough leg room in the first place <laughs> well yeah but i put my feet on that little rack thing oh you did yeah, like yeah. Popping it up Feet there. Go all the way up. I just for gave you sure. a really nice uh, photo for the pod <laughs> cover. We're coming at you live in the studio. <laughs> Back to you, Al. <laughs> so for for a minute, I was making these custom tech decks, and I was using the uh, National Geographic and Popular Mechanics from the 1930s and 40s, and like transferring these images on pre-world war people there's still cocaine in the coca-cola maybe oh yeah small (laughs) small amounts but it's there um but now you have all of these magazines and i i want to hear about what you want to do with them Ooh, because there's um, like there's probably 40 i think that the first 
the first thing that would be cool is to use those coffee filters. Okay. So we've been we've been reclaiming co- used coffee filters by washing them out and letting them air dry, and they make for really good canvas. So like I kind of super want, thick filters for Chemex for you, anyone who cares. Yeah, I think that you could really do it with any coffee filter, and it's a good way to reuse it. The the Chemex are just so thick though that it's like uh, it's almost like. Um, cloth of some sort it does feel yeah. clothy yes it's like, it's like the world's nicest paper towel yeah and so i think that reutilizing them for artwork is fun yeah i feel like coffee people could be into that yeah for sure and that's definitely there's like a market for that there's yeah. like people who will hang just the coffee stained filter but it's like we're gonna get back more than I, that i might have <laughs> even talked about this with you last time we were here local art feels local because people will make something and it'll be a really great first layer and then they'll be like i'm done this piece of art's finished yeah because we drew we we develop an attachment to whatever we create that's pretty natural um and when we're proud of it we're like yes but what we have to do and this is all the good art that you and i love and it's the stuff that you're making right now it's the stuff that i've been making take that first layer that you love and just completely cover over it yeah so that you stop developing an attachment to partially finished art local art sucks because it's only one layer of what should be 10 yeah or or three or seven or 10 or 30 there is an attachment to uh novelty yeah you're like oh i did that really well there's no way i could ever do it again yes it's the idea that that's that one thing and that it it holds significance in your head because you did it and it seems unique but if you did it once you can do it again not always especially you don't want to you don't want to do the same thing again this i was reading about um some some hippie consciousness thing the other day and this guy was like sometimes you'll say oh i lost my train of thought and then other people will say like no, I'm just moving on to a different idea. And like, I think there's a, a good balance to find between those. Sometimes it's really important to like nail an idea down and be very specific and like follow through with your train of thought. And other times you need to have that stream of consciousness and be okay with letting things go. Yeah. Um, not one or the other though. But There's like uh, a lot to be said about the, the way art is communicated too and the way that like business is communicated. And a lot of the time, like I think young artists don't think about i don't think about how often when you're talking about your art how it's basically a pitch and how it's basically a business transaction in a way is anytime you describe your art to somebody there's a transaction involved in how they felt about the way you talked about your art and those layers specifically like the idea that you did that one thing and that is really cool and like you hang that up and that stays up there is a lot to be said about um how much can you even say about how much time, like that time that you spent on that one layer? You know what I mean? Or if it was, if you can move past that and get eight to 10 layers on it, how much more you could pitch that piece? You know what I mean? What I love is process, right? But I Very also, important. but I also don't care about your process. If I look at what's finished and I'm like, and I, wow, yeah, that's I, the, really the, that connects your, th- like your theory behind the, your art, yeah. Um, to like what I've learned is considered like postmodern and where that it doesn't really mean anything, but we're doing it because we have to kind of. And yeah. like that's like really I've learned is a, is a trend that ha- that's been happening for a long time since like uh, I think the se- since like Dali. OK. And like that's definitely like where that. Where the idea of local art not being that good comes from is because that is a thing where they like don't develop their dimensions of their work and their it's and like it's like simple minded and I don't want to be mean. I'm glad people are making art no matter what they're making. I'm glad yeah. people are doing it, but I don't want to make that kind of art. There's a so leap. I'm talking about yeah. I'm talking about my friends and myself personally, like what I look for and hope for. There's a leap of faith involved mm-hmm. in going from that like local feel that's like uh paint by number yeah you know what i mean yeah. to, to, that you see in a lot of galleries because we have subjectified that as being like the standard of art at, yeah. in all your panera breads and mcdonald's you know what i mean and people are McDonald's trying to have some impressive they're trying to push the boundaries art. Yeah, very it's very, very cool. true but there's still like okay 
Actually, not really major corporations because major yeah. corporations have a big hand in media. So they know what's up and coming. Let's talk about uh, artists who pitch their, their work to boutique hotels. I don't know that. Dude. Realm. Oh, there's a there's a hotel downtown. I can't remember where it is. I delivered to it one time and in the first floor is a modern art gallery. Um, it might honestly be That's an wild. NFT gallery at this point. I don't know. If I find it, I'll tell you about it. It's really sick. Do you think those are coming up to replace regular galleries? I don't know what's going on with NFTs right now. Um, They're not going anywhere. I'll no, tell you that much. Well, crypto is in a... It's a disaster right now. So No, it just crashed a little bit. Yeah, but legally, like, what's going on with, like... It, you know what? I, I think regulation it's crashing. And all that. Oh, I don't know what the regulations <laughs> yeah. of it. But it's crashing because I think there's new... We're we're moving all of our funds into different cryptos now. Like there's a big shift in that because yeah. there's a lot of new ones coming out, and not new ones. They're old, but we've basically. I think people are deciding in in droves that we're going to start yeah. putting our money elsewhere other than the main one. But ones. I think Bitcoin and Ethereum and all that's still going to hold up. I think in the long run, if we hold on to it, we'll be fine. I'm not here to be a crypto bro. NFTs like, are I don't know Ethereum, I mean. right? I think that's how uh, it works. Yeah, yeah, or, or something. I have some friends who have made a lot of money, and I was reading about an artist. Uh, or somebody was talking about how artists didn't buy into, uh, buy into NFTs, but they generated them. So yeah. while all these NFTs are losing massive <laughs> amounts of money, yeah, exactly. They just made art and sold it for a but different currency. But we say generated in, NFTs yeah, because it's modern. <laughs> so all these artists made these and they made a bunch of money on them, but they never purchased them themselves. Yeah. Because me personally, I want to buy your physical artwork. Yeah. And so we made all this money, but we didn't lose it when everybody <laughs> that bought our art lost money. Oh, in, in a crash. Yeah. So and it's it, like artists were like so smart about this, whether that was by accident or just how it worked out. A lot of these artists are like winning big right now and not yeah. losing at all because they only sold the art. So it's like, that's a really cool concept. Like just sell. It wor It works really well, I think, in like, what you could strategize as like an artist plan because yeah. as soon as because an artist is a crypto NFTs, bro it's like, generate that without getting into the realm of it and then also do probably like what you if you were that kind of like graphic artist like editions of like yeah. 75 and then have the a really high markup on the editions like the physical editions yeah they don't even have to match but they could that's those two revenue streams is like enough for you to be like a well-sustained artist and continue to practice. Let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about being well, a well-sustained artist. Let's talk about being able to sell art as a means to living and haven't figured it out yet. creating more art. Well, I have an opportunity to do that right now. Yeah. So how do tell, where do I start? Like I have, I have this decent body of work. Yes. And I have the ability to make better work than I ever have. Yes. I have all my tools with me. And I only have really one job is to not become homeless. So Your one job is to not become homeless? <laughs> but you have a real job, though. Let's just clarify yeah, that. Yeah, I do. I Jesse do have a has job. a real job. <laughs> <laughs> He's not just pre-bum stage. <laughs> it's just not traditional, right? So it's like, well, while I'm not at the my tradi not traditional job that you have, allows you to create better art absolutely as long as i as long as i manage myself you know what which sounds is what like you need a, a manager <laughs> oh my god dude um you need somebody to manage your off time that's also what it needs that's to be. exactly what i need because as long as i keep myself busy with with like education or like s beneficial stimulating things yeah i'm an amazing person Yes. And I have a lot of fun and I have a lot of fun with other amazing people. But the second that I just like scroll through Instagram or Reddit for three hours a day, like. Is that a thing that you do? Sometimes. Oh. Yeah. Try to channel that into something Into that making art you. because I'm happier when I have art to look at. Than well, I mean, I, I wouldn't even necessarily say don't try to just like. I read like educational things. Like I'm yeah, doing good things while I'm scrolling. Don't beat yourself down for the time like, online, but yeah. beat yourself down for the time that you think it's spent mindlessly. And yeah. then maybe it'll be redirected. Yeah, it's exactly. It's not all that bad. There's just a stigma on it. A right, but I don't want to be, I don't want, I don't want to do that. Yeah. So I, I, for me, that makes it's sense. bad. I'm not telling anyone that they shouldn't. 
So no, here's your checklist right now to to be a well-sustained artist making art every day. Number one, spend less time on Instagram. Number well, two. I don't spend a lot of time on Instagram. I just less. sometimes Doesn't spiral. Matter. Yeah, okay. don't so okay. spend no time on. You Instagram. can't say don't spiral on Instagram as one of the checkpoints because then it's literally it's made like, to spiral you. <laughs> yes, yes. So spend less time. Number two is wait. There was something that we talked about right before the Instagram thing. Managers. Oh, get a manager. <laughs> get, a, get a manager. So easy to no, do. No, no. Time management. Time management. That's time and that's what I'm working that on. That could like, even be like its own bullet point inside of all the stuff that we just talked about. It's just time management because that's also something that I suffer from as well. If I have good time, time management, management, I think I'm. I think I have endless yeah possibilities. So uh, separately from time management, because you have to get to a place where you manage your time correctly. I think that a good workout. Good workout. Got to get a good workout. Get, getting like. Yeah. meditation like, yoga anything that's a workout you know working what I mean? out your brain working out your body like so important to yeah. your mind and your ability to do what you want to do the daily routine for me is definitely like food water workout um downtime okay and then scheduled creation. downtime yeah basically okay. there's a there's a thing i can't remember i'll never remember it because i've heard it so many times and it never sticks it's a circuit of like time management where it's like 25 on 25 off. uh po, po yeah exactly palmero po, palmero i don't know but i kind of i took that pomodoro Palm, pomodoro yeah pomodoro effect clock clock <laughs> effect po, pomodoro yeah um that's kind of what i've done in my daily list i just have a in my notes app i have a daily list okay and i treat that as a time frame in the days that I have to like spend creating okay. is like I put my create down at like 12 to three, but then I build up from there from when I get up okay. and then like, that's my version of time management. But when it, I have like a doesn't list work of the same for everybody. Send and I'm like, I don't want to do that. that Socializing. Sucks. All I have to do is go do like 50 jumping jacks. <laughs> And then I'm like, let's go. Let's send some emails, dude. Maybe. And then I send the emails and I feel great. And I can keep doing other stuff. Uh, the socializing the physical... aspect of the day is the hardest part for me. Why? Because you can just do that forever? Um, Not really. I just think uh, that's just what I've struggled most with is like following up on email, sending emails. Oh, I see what you're saying. Emails. I thought you meant like hanging out with the homies. No, I was like, I, that's no. the easiest yeah, thing that's the easiest to do. Thing that's ever. the biggest thing to fuck off and really. here's the thing here's the thing whether it's a manager or whatever it is if you want to be successful in whatever way that you're hoping to just make sure that you're putting yourself around the people like you you're this person for me putting yourself around the people who's fun and hang out is the work that is uh that's true and i'm not trying to i'm not trying to be i'm not trying to be like um what the entrepreneur no no bro. i agree no, completely with that i idea. want to be around the people whose yeah whose fun is the work because that's fun and i just don't want to do it by myself there are definitely people that i associate with in chicago that like i i go out of my way to try to make time for them because i know that they're always hustling or they're always like interested in something different or like they're always like those are the people that should attract you if you're trying to be that kind of person yeah. you know and like when you have when you have a larger social circle uh it's also i think easy to draw out what you want out of the experience because you've seen so many aspects of life yeah. in in this in our culture i guess yeah it's so important to see people living differently than you yeah but the, that's true though like surrounding yourself with people that are that level of success is kind of like the idea, but yeah. you can't just go walking around hanging out with Chance the Rapper. You know, that's not really, Wouldn't want you to. can't really try to do that or you're like weird, I think. <laughs> but that is in the same vein. That's what, I think that that's why some people are against that because they think that that's what that means. Like be with people that you see that you want to be like kind of, but yeah. it's like not, not like that. It's just, it, it's not that I want to go hang out with like, <laughs> rich people it's right. just that <laughs> hang out with the people who who are like like-minded but also like, driven yeah it's kind of like my that's my take that's my takeaway from like association but like all of that critical analysis makes like that circles me back to like 
in a day blocked out, socializing is the hardest part. Sending like emails, socializing, emails, thinking like about required the, socializing. Every single person responds differently to your singular voice that you try to send via email. And so like thinking about how they interpret your message is like a big deal for me. I've learned. Okay. And like, because of that, it slows down the role of everything else that happens. I'll write an email and I won't send it for like 30 minutes. Mine's like three days. <laughs> I, have I, don't, I don't get that leisure. I, it has to be like pretty, yeah, pretty quick. And that's the other thing. If I have to do something, if I start a project and I like, if I, I'm trying to think of something that I did recently. Like if I, if I get in the van for a tour, like the second that I'm in the van, I know what I have to do and I don't have an option so I can do it no matter what it is for a whole month and a half. I can get up and I can do it because I know what's expected of me and I know that I don't have an option because I got myself into this situation and I'll get myself and my people out. Yeah. Yeah. And that like that is what drives me is being like, oh, I just poured like a hundred dollars worth of some bougie paint which i've never done that but like i yeah. just poured this paint and now i have to use it because if i don't it goes to waste and i lose money yeah so like having negative consequences that can also be like incredibly positive if you utilize them properly and i think that's a pretty general like normal thing to be a driving factor like but here. often an oversight yeah yeah i, I think so Very often an oversight um it's if i start something thing. that i can't stop I'll kill it. Like if I start cooking, I'm like, oh, it's cooking now. I gotta go. Yeah. Like I gotta have everything ready at a certain point or I'm just throwing food away or having a terrible meal at the end or whatever. And you really either get all, you go all the way in and you finish it or you have to throw food away. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a great. And like. Great point. Always deliver. Like you always live up to that. Yeah. It, if you choose, I guess. <laughs> uh, that is not. Put yourself in situations where you can't compromise. Yeah. I compromise with art all the time, though. So that's the fine line. That's that's what makes the sellable art happen. What do you mean? Because I was going to say don't, but maybe that's a good thing. Are you compromising in like a good way? There has any... I think that a compromise is important for art. If you don't have the money to make the thing that you want to make, see, you okay. should just compromise and do the smaller thing. But no. trying to make this most recent piece of artwork three times bigger is not really possible for me right but now. Don't, like, but don't re make cool it bigger. No, 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 Just no. make bigger art next thing. time. <laughs> no, right, yes. Go big or go home. I agree, but... Yeah. <laughs> and like, if you don't have the money, like, th then don't make that art. Or, okay, so, <laughs> yeah. So, well, the lesson in our bullet point list was creating um, a life out of art, like selling art, essentially. Yeah. And I think that as a younger artist, a little bit of compromise is important. But if you have no yeah. compromise, you don't make art or you don't make money off of art like as uh, soon as you'd like. Compromise as like um as yeah, like a realist. Maybe. Like you 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 have self awareness. I think self awareness and compromising are often like correlated. Is there and a, I don't think they should be. Is there a synonym that kind of bridges those two idea those two definites? Because yeah, compromise is a whole different thing than self or self awareness. I think is what we're actually talking Mindfulness about. Mindfulness is also like too nice of a word. I think because there's harshness involved in that uh, compromise. Yeah, compromise sounds negative almost always. It does. And I don't know if that's because of how I learned what compromise was or if so it has, is this, truly a bad thing. This leads us to your next point is how much are you going to compromise to tell us about your podcast idea? <laughs> okay. So the, the podcast, uh, I'm not going to say the name, um, but you know the intro song now and it's, it's going to be chat format with people that I bring in. Yeah. Um, and let's figure, let's uh let's work out what it's gonna be yeah, and the end of this the rest way. of this episode will be workshopping it i think i have a document written out that oh, has he's, ideas he's got a document <laughs> ain't that sweet <laughs> you're in i want to have a psychologist come onto the show uh or, or like a therapist one or the other wait let's do let's do a therapist let's do a therapist yeah and then i want to do therapy with them. I don't know if that's how therapy works. It's not. I don't want to. I don't want to like go to therapy. I want them to come 
you to my podcast and I will, yeah, and I will therapize them. <laughs> that sounds like it's going to go, it'll be great, actually. Yeah. Or a psychologist and I'll sit there and psychoanalyze them. Or. Because it'll, it'll, it'll be like, like, I shouldn't do that. And that's the fun of it. It's an interesting take. But that would just be like one episode or maybe like one moment of an episode. When I was 18, I dreamed of being this person. Like, that never stops. Earlier we were talking about people who've achieved everything that they've ever dreamed of yeah. and how on first glance I'm like, oh, yikes. But there's not actually anything wrong with that. And In that's there like being good and a, healthy. like an age at which you achieve that to be like, uh, like that's a little See, early. I think, I think like I have like perpetual dissatisfaction. <laughs> oh my God. I think, I, that I might think be I'm, the saddest thing you've ever said. <laughs> but but I I choose that. If I ever want to choose otherwise, I'm very capable of that. Yeah. And I just have to sit there and be like, okay, I'm okay. Yes. And And then realize that and then change how I act in response to that thought. But there's nothing wrong with like achieving everything you've dreamed of by X age, whether that's 24 or 38 or 60. Right. But like for me, I don't think I'll ever be, I, th I think I'll always be maybe satisfied, but, or I'll always be content, but not, but never satisfied. Yeah. And that's, that's uh, kind of a weird dynamic or, uh, uh, what's the, I wonder what the half-life of that feeling is. I wonder how long it'll take for you to be revitalized by another dream. I just have so many unfinished ones, but I'm living out the ones that I had. Like I, this is the follow-up to what I was saying a minute ago. Like I always live up to the dream that I have four, six, eight years prior mm -hmm. and I become that person when does that stop is that what you're saying kind of because like now right now i'm dreaming of being somebody yeah. that i think there's no way i could ever be that person right but in four years i will be right um i don't think that ever stops for for me until i choose to like stop that yeah i guess it depends on how quickly you have new dreams too yeah because there are a lot of dreams that die like you have all these you're like oh i want to be this person i want to do that and then right you know, in the last six months, I'm a different human than I was six months ago. Like, I I definitely have less new dreams for the same reason. But then yeah. once those older dreams are said accomplished as we're speaking, like, how quickly will the new ones come into play? And, and It's constant. It's a constant a, overlap. Yeah. And that, like, like you said, like the age at which you receive the, not the fame and fortune, but the the success the that you were of all of those for? dreams yeah, yeah like once you achieve that initial return like <laughs> roi <laughs> what like like return yes. on investment when yes. you put in the work but i was talking the other day about how you don't necessarily know when you're putting in the work to get the outcome you just end up there because you've set the goal in your mind whether that's a soft goal or a hard goal yeah and then in the background you've done all the work to get there right or you've put yourself around people to do that or whatever it is, or you've gotten lucky because that's a thing. So, so another checkpoint in our list is ROI. <laughs> get lucky. <laughs> ROI dash get lucky. <laughs> I don't think there's a lottery to it. I think there's a, it's an algorithm more than a lottery, more than a gamble. Yeah. But I, I don't want to sit around and try to figure out the algorithm. I, no, I'd rather could we could theorize all day. But yeah, no, I don't want to spend the time to actually like. I'd rather find just, the cut and dry yeah. version to do it. That seems a lot less satisfying once you get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it seems like you're gonna be like, oh, that's cool. I'm glad I did that, but I didn't really. I don't feel well, that like I'm an engine. I'm a social engineer now, and I'm yes. not an artist. Yeah, Maybe, I mean social and I. I just discredited a lot of people that I look up to and admire a lot. So I, I don't want to take that back, but like talking about people that engineer social society. Yeah. Yeah. People who are like successful because of how well they think about social structure. Like that is impressive. Right, and right. I don't ever want to degrade that or talk poorly about that. It's not what I want to do. 
I think it's fascinating. It could be a dream in the future because yeah. I think that understanding how that all works is important. Yeah, I just don't want to sit around right and now, you know write out an algorithm for yeah. how I'm going to achieve success. That sounds to me like all of the fun would be sucked out of finding the success. And yeah. that's just for me personally. But. Yeah, in the meantime, I just want to smoke buns and skate. So that's, I think that that's the good way up, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. How I, many people smoke blunts and skate and end up being like as successful as they dream? Uh, dude, every skater ever. <laughs> <laughs> every skater ever, for sure. Strong. Have you into the Nine Club? <laughs> yeah, but like, They're those chilling. guys are outliers for sure. What, what what is the definition of an outlier? Successful? Like, yes. <laughs> how many kids want to be those guys that will never be those guys? Oh, dude, everybody's going to have their own nine club eventually. I don't That's know. That's so optimistic of you. <laughs> I, want, I want your optimism. Yes. It's so, blinding. So what's the podcast, Justice? This podcast is my grave minutes. Your podcast is Splidoosh. <laughs> <laughs> and what's it about? It's about societal structures. Actually, no, that's true. It's an interview. It's an interview format show. I don't know if you should do full hours. I think you no. should do video. You think I should do video? Yeah, I think you should. Do I have video. I have the setup, but you, you, you own my camera now. So was that part of the video setup? Well, it, it would have been. I didn't like that camera, so yeah. I sold it to you, so that I didn't have to deal with it anymore. It's a really great camera. I just hated it. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to do that high quality of video, I agree. That would be good. I, I can film it on an iPhone. It's though. not that, yeah. I have good lighting. And... It's more or less for it to be available on multiple medias yeah. than it is about the actual, which in the talk structure, because the after, structure will be just talking. Right. But after me kind of <clears throat> accidentally shitting on people who socially engineer things, the podcast is actually about society and and our generation and how we think and how we go about because of the way that things are designed around us. I think that uh, developing knowledge in um, socialism is also important for this show. I think that it would benefit the structure and also it could be political. Like governmental line. socialism? Yeah. Okay. I think that it, yeah. Well, and, and the theories of um, just like Marxism and all that in the first place. I think that'll come through. I think w having a politically aligned for a show like that would be really fun because, I mean, eventually something like the format you're talking about would be could be considered like a non for profit. Yeah, I'd like for it to be educational. Have, that's what I'm saying. I want to have this is all, and it's you're all, talking about real interviews, not just bullshit. Yeah, it's all selfish too, because I want to sit in a room with somebody that I yeah admire. Yeah, and that could work and learn from them directly. I want to get a direct download from somebody that I admire. It's all selfish, and I think that's why it's going to be good. My my thought in terms of like how you could cast it would literally be like because you work across the country it's like it could be a mobile thing you could have guests people with you but also still have the smart person there not that the two people there are not smart but then it it creates this dynamic where you're i think there's more comfortability like a homie like and a having, specialist yes cool yes and like that that creates a lot of opportunity for just like spitballing questions a lot of that can be snowballed because i can have a, a general structure but also like kind of bracket off of that yeah cool it's like a, a champion of conversation you know you'd, you'd be really good at talking by the end of that first season that would be really cool but also no seasons though it should just be numbered yeah and like yeah i this is a good idea i do really well with light structure yeah and yeah. that's definitely like what's happening already it's a it's a very light structure because you also don't have people knocking down your door to be on it so you're going to be yeah. reaching out to different fields and cool. different topics you know and i think i know enough people that i can that i can either pull on directly or i can say hey will you bring your friend and we can all sit around and chat yeah because i think you guys have valuable things to say yeah and i also just want to hang out with you like that's yeah. seriously at the end of the day that's what it comes down to like i what we were talking about being around people that we want to be like that's what the podcast is for. Yeah. It brings in those people and it gives us a reason to be together instead of just like, hey, want to hang out? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, want to hang out and like 
and share the knowledge you've worked really hard for and yeah and like receive some kind of notoriety for it hopefully some people don't like giving it for free though i understand that and i respect that like absolutely people need to be respected and compensated for their for their for their time and their knowledge oh you could do it on twitch oh for sure <laughs> i should absolutely do it on twitch that'd Live be great streams on twitch why aren't um, you doing this on twitch i have a twitch thing that i've kind of developed but it's uh armpit papa that's my oh yeah that's yeah, my yeah. Twitch name where did that come from the name uh the movie holes okay Kyle <laughs> above armpit is the name great of the movie. guy he's just daddy okay so armpit papa have we talked about david cho david chang or david cho david cho he's friends with david chang yeah and one of them has a brother uh probably david chang yeah what's his brother's name he's also friends with cho because cho is uh he's an artist yeah David Cho is an artist, a really maximal artist. He does the, the craziest things I've ever seen. For me, the artist. Yeah, he does like collage work. He does Street like art collage. Murals. murals. Yeah. He does sculptures. He does installations. He has a TV show now on FX. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. The What's Cho that Show. Called? Oh. He interviews Rain Wilson, people like that. Really? And talks about I bet the you most crazy, David Cho it's the most beautiful Barry, television show. And he should get Bill Hader on that show. Ooh. Yeah, we should hit him up. The show is absolutely mad, and they put so much work into it. There's so much artwork in that show. I have no idea how they did it. He produces very well. Oh yeah, he's he he's absolutely artwork. mad. Yeah. Um, I don't think also, I've ever seen any of his art in person. There's or maybe a YouTube I have. show. I, I think, think it was I on have at MCA. Maybe Vice. I think it was on Vice. Uh, it was called Thumbs Up, and he would just hitchhike around the country. What? And with no money, his now? only rule. No, this was like probably ten years ago. Okay. He would hitchhike around the country. He did this in China, the United States, and and somewhere else. Um, there's like three or four seasons. He would bring his friends along, and the only rule was that he wasn't allowed to make money unless he gambled for it. I think. Whoa. And he's like an incredible. He's like incredible at gambling, and he wins all the time. And so he's he, a genius. Yeah, the dude is a, a genius. He made all his initial money uh, making uh, making murals at Facebook and accepting payment in Facebook stock instead of cash. What? And then Facebook went public, and he was like a millionaire, billionaire overnight. No fucking way. Yeah. That's insane. I but didn't know that. But the dude is my hero, you yeah. know. Um, just an absolute legend. And he, there are multiple people that interview him for podcasts. And he, he's recently become like this very like... Prolific. Prolific, but like he's mellowing out. Oh. And he's like coming down from all of his drugs and highs and he's talking about them. So he like sits down with, with Joe Rogan Um like him or not doesn't matter he sits down with joe rogan and and he goes dude i vomited on the way here today why he's like i was so nervous oh no and and i just like pulled my car over and i vomited on the way here damn and he's he became like so honest and sincere that it's like a turnoff for a lot of people yeah but i find like i, I admire it so much yeah because like i'm sitting here and i'm like oh i'm shaking because i had one cup of coffee and i can't handle my shit what a, dyna <laughs> what a dynamic and, individual and so he's like becoming are. so <laughs> honest right yeah. and, it, and it inspires me to not be that way where i'm like oh i've vomited on the way here or whatever but like what can i tell you that shows you that i really respect you and i want you to know exactly who i am Throwing up on the way here would have been one of them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> if I'm like, hey, man, I was so nervous to to talk with you, my friend, that I vomed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I love that idea, and I want to find out a way to honestly do that um, as my own individual self. The intimate setting will definitely happen with certain guests you know yeah like that doesn't always happen on joe rogan no so like no. that's definitely i like the idea of that it's just interesting to me how he uh how david um he just says whatever he wants yeah and but but he's earnest and he's honest and you know the people who need to receive it receive it and the people who don't like him don't like him the most recent that is what i want thing that i've seen from him was um this it was video of some kind of just like this destroyed home just like 
paint everywhere. That's from the show. Garbage everywhere. Are you serious? That's from the show. That's his childhood home. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Cool. You That's have to pretty watch sick. It. What's it called? Two thumbs? No, thumbs up is the the um hitchhiking show, yes. which is amazing and you should watch it on YouTube. And then Cho Show. Oh C H O S H O W. Yeah. Is uh his interview show. Talks with like pro- You said Chow Show. Cho. Oh, you said you spelled out show like I don't know. Show, how show that. CHO. Yeah, I think it's just CHO. Maybe no, it's, it's CHOE. Okay, I don't yeah. even know how to spell the name of my favorite artist. It's fine. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, but I, I feel like we we just gotta call it. I think I think this is this is the closer. Um, tell tell I'm, them what you're doing. Tell them where you're I'm going. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going to get in my car and I'm going to drive to LA and I'm not going to come back. Thanks for coming to the show, Jesse. Thanks, dude. <laughs> I wish I could plug a website. Do you have a website or anything? No. Um, oh, I'm going to give you his phone number. 555-5555. Um, I have an Instagram, Midwest Normie, N-O-R-M-I-E. If anything comes out, um, it will go through that Instagram um, as well as whatever other name it is published under. Um, and then we have music coming out over the next year. Longer. And I have physical art coming out There you go. in the next few weeks and months. I'll sell it on the website, punchjustice.com, punchjustice.com, punchjustice.com. Punch, not punt. Punt. Punch. I'll buy that domain too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have a few projects in the works that uh, you will know about. Um, if you're paying attention and I'm really excited. So good night, everybody. Or good morning. Have a good day. This is like a start. Great start to the day. You know, we got breaks. We got, we got some good tunes. We got it all here at the pre-shift. Thanks again, Jesse.